Welcome to the Batman Tastic Cast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time, Batman the Animated Series. Our podcast offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. Hello, and seated across the table from me, your co host, the master of the Death Touch, Mr. Jordan Hugh. And seated across the table from me, he's a samurai pizza bat. There we go. It's Mike Staub. Samurai pizza bats. Day of the samurai. Day of the samurai. We are talking about season one, episode 44, Day of the Samurai, which is a follow-up to an earlier episode, Night of the Ninja, uh, which Jordan and I really didn't love. Yeah, we recorded that. Or maybe we released that in May. In May. It was before you actually had gone to Japan. Yes, it was before I gone, and now I had joked that I was the one covering it, even though I know very little about Japanese culture, and you know everything about Japanese culture. Everything's saying a lot. I know some things, sure. Many things. But now here we are. Now you're leading us through one of these. Yes, and I feel like this one is more apt, being that I just returned from Japan. That's right. So you're just back. I'm back for a few weeks now, and um, have just experienced a whole lot of. Japanese culture, but this is an episode that aired 44th, I'm sorry, no, it was uh, produced 44th, and it aired 55th, so it's broadcast order number 55, so this is getting towards the end of that first, well, it's past the year. Yeah, they pushed it back. This got pushed back a little bit. It's a weird episode to have a follow-up for um, with Night of the Ninja, because Kyodai Ken is not like a normal Batman villain. You know, no. these are all created characters right. for the show. So it was kind of cool to throw it back. I think one of the biggest things here that I was interested in here, while it's written by Steve Perry, who's written some really good episodes. And he's great as the lead singer of Journey. Really good. Yeah. Really good as the lead singer of Journey. And he is not. <laughs> not the lead singer of Journey. We made the same joke on the last Different episode. guy. I couldn't but, help myself. But what's fascinating about this one is it's directed by Bruce Timm. It's directed by Bruce Timm. Well, uh, Day of the Samurai overall is just better than Night of the Ninja. It is a better episode than Night of the Ninja. Yes. I credit two things to that. One is that this one's directed by Bruce Timm, and the other is that there's no Robin in this one. I mean, that's a win-win. It is. Robin played a huge role in Night of the Ninja. Yeah. He sucked. And Robin's awful. I do think this is a better episode. It's a great follow-up to Night of the Ninja. And I like this episode a little bit more. I might be a little bit biased, but do it's a, it's even got more heavy Japanese influence in this episode. Um, we're going to talk yeah. about that when we talk about our topics. There's it's, also more like actual Japanese in this episode. Yes. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I wanted to get to that. And, you know, it's this isn't like a top-tier episode. But it's not like at the absolute bottom. I think it's a solid episode. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. Which I'm surprised to say. Because yeah. this is not, this doesn't really appeal to me in terms of content. But I, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah. I mean, episode like this makes me kind of say, it's like, can we get like a 6 or 12, you know, like miniseries Batman in Japan? Because mm, I think that would yeah. be great doing ninja stuff. I do also find it hilarious that like Batman is in Japan. Obviously, he goes to another city in Japan. Most of the... Big cities in Japan are just city upon city, right? Even, like, the suburbs are, are very city-ish. Um, but he doesn't go to Tokyo. He doesn't go to Tokyo, which is just gigantic. Tokyo is like a megapolis. It just consumes all. It's all city. Yeah, yeah, it's the biggest right. city in the world. But this is, this is an episode where Batman shows up in Japan, and it's funny because it's like no one puts two and two together that, like, Batman showing up in Japan and Bruce Wayne is also not in America. And the 90s, you know... The 90s, we're coming out of the 80s, right? Where a lot of our 
Japanese products had been renamed, they'd been redesigned, you know, we're still riding that kind of 70s, 80s, rah, 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 buy American, um, change the change the box art in every video game so it doesn't look too Japanese. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, like, some of, the, some of the best examples of that is, like, Dragon Warrior, uh, which is a video game series that uh, is actually Dragon Quest over in Japan, um, has the same artist as Dragon Ball, but when they brought the games over here, they got rid of Akira Toriyama's art and they replaced it with like generic 80s fantasy art, you know, all of the Mega Man box art for all the video games. So there was definitely an avoidance, but now that we're in 92, you know, we're getting a little bit more of that. We're seeing more anime and stuff kind of start to show up in, in America. And it's kind of cool that I imagine Tim and Deanie and guys like Steve Perry and who who worked on the show were at least in some way, shape, or form probably fans of anime to some degree. Probably Robotre- Robotech, probably stuff like G Force Guardian of the Planet. I would say no doubt that yeah. they love that stuff. Probably a Vampire Hunter D, uh, Ninja Scroll, maybe early Berserk, uh, probably Dragon Ball. I'm trying to think of like all the stuff that would have been popular in the late Akira. Which is you know 1987. Yeah, they I got believe. the bike sliding. Got that bike sliding. I mean the bike slide has made an appearance in the show. But um, let's go to topics, man. Let's see what we're going to talk about here. Uh, we have Kyodai Ken returns. Kyodai is back. Um, I I would not call it a mistake yes. in that um, you know I was I was listening back to our Night of the Ninja coverage, and one of the things I said in that episode is that. Um, you know in that episode Night of the Ninja they kind of overplay their hand with Kyodai. Mm-hmm. being like, oh, the audience really wants to know about this guy yeah. and his relationship with Bruce. Uh, we don't. We didn't. No, the no, stakes were, no, like, very no, low for us. No. In this one, he's kind of compelling in terms of the plot. Yeah. Like, you don't have to really be compelled by him. Yeah. And also, at the same time, it's it's a revenge story to a degree. You know, it's, it's it kind of a defense of one's honor. It's a better structured episode. Yeah, and it works well as a follow-up. And the pacing is awesome. Yes, it's very good. It's yeah, very good, well paced. Good pace in this episode. Tight, Nothing's quick, too long. Very good. Tight, quick scenes. It's a very tight episode. We meet some new characters. And, you know, I think it's I think it's really interesting. Uh, Robert Ito obviously returns as the voice of Kyodai, um, yeah. who we talked about last time. Another thing, like you brought up earlier, um, we actually get the usage of real Japanese. So the characters, when in Japan, when two Japanese characters are speaking to each other, for the most part, they speak in Japanese to each yeah. other, and we get subtitles in English, which I think is great. It makes it more authentic. I think what we had said in Night of the Ninja was that these characters, while in Japan training, even Bruce Wayne, they should all be speaking right. Japanese. And we made the assumption that they probably are. Right, because Night of the Ninja has multiple flashbacks yeah. where Bruce is the only, you know, white yeah. Western person in the room. And I'm like, well, they wouldn't all be speaking English. But our assumption was that it does the thing that comic book does, which is just like, well, the readers speak yeah. English, yeah. so we have to do it in English. So sometimes you know? in comic books, what they'll do is they'll put it in parentheses just to let you know. It's right, like, right, hey, right. they're speaking, they're speaking uh, Japanese, but we're going to display it in English. Um, happens a lot with Wolverine. I guess Bruce Wayne is in some way, shape, or form at least good enough at Japanese to be able to to um, to speak it. I would say fluent. Probably, probably fluent he if he like spent a lot fluent. of time there. Yeah, pretty much. Even when he's conversing to the the one girl character who's yeah. like basically nameless in this yeah, Kyrie, episode. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, um, Kyrie. Yeah. Th- is her name ever, ever even said? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally missed mm-hmm. it. But um, yeah, he speaks to her and seems to have no issues. Yeah, he speaks know. to her in Japanese uh, and. And I, that's like really the only way to get fluent is you got to go like live among among the folks. Uh, you got to go live there and and be immersed in it totally uh, all the time. 
And I'm not quite sure um, which Japan this is supposed to be. Oh, you mean because of the big volcano? Because the big volcano that uh, is is a centerpiece to pretty much the whole episode, and especially the ending. You know, it's an active volcano. <laughs> it's While very active. I do believe that Mount Fuji is considered an active volcano. This isn't Mount Fuji because this isn't in the Tokyo-ish or well, uh, Saitama area. You know, it's like when, you know, there's like a mad scientist with a jungle island off the yes, coast of Gotham, yes, yes, right? Yes, it's yes, just yes. like, ah, oh, they made up the geography at some place around there. Yes, know? yes. Um, and also, this episode is cool because it tackles the difference between what a ninja is and what a samurai is. And Batman kind of wrestles with that throughout the episode. And Bruce Wayne wrestles with that. You know, Right. Is- so my understanding of it was that the ninja don't really have a code of honor. Yes. They are basically just thieves. Yes. And the samurai is basically what we would refer to in the West as like a knight. Samurai You have a, a code of honor, they which they referred to by a very specific word. Bushido, right? Bushido was uh, said, and then also oh, uh, on the giri. Tr- giri, giri, yeah, giri, on the train yeah. is yeah, what yeah, yeah. Uh, Bruce and Alfred were talking about. Yeah, uh, giri. So is like it's your not honor. just a code of honor, but it's like a code of honor within yourself. Yes, yes, yes. It's your, it's your, it's not just your honor; it's obligation. Right, because uh, um, even the sensei, when it, uh, Yoru Sensei, yeah. when it would when it would make sense for him to lie, he was like, "I can't do that." Yeah, I can't do that. Well, yes, yeah, it's because of Giri and because of Bushido, and um, Bushido, you know, is we could equate it to chivalry, right? Right, uh, to okay. a degree. Yeah, the uh, chivalric code. Yeah, the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, of knights. So yeah, the samurai and the knights are are, are really similar in that aspect. Um, even the negative aspects of both, you know, are, are fairly similar, uh, especially when a, a samurai has no master, right? And they become a ronin. Right. Um, or a knight has no no master and they become, I don't know what they become in those instances. A yeah, there, there are many <laughs> stories of like wandering knights and stuff like that. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like your, I mean, Don Quixote is kind of like a spinoff of that idea, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's a knight long after the time of knights has yeah, passed. yeah. I mean, you know, we also do see in a lot of our culture, we see the parallel of the samurai and the gunslinger um, because they kind of existed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't Which get that Which is so here. funny to think about. Well, yeah, but they're that wanderers. at the same time, yeah. It's really the ronin and the gunslinger. They're wanderers. Right. They don't serve a master. They just pass through. It really does work pretty well. They have an affinity for their weapon, right? It's all that stuff. Yeah, well, the idea of the lone samurai or the Yojimbo-type character, yeah. right, is very persistent in Western culture in Westerns, mm-hmm. right? It's the guy who, yeah, it's the Clint Eastwood character. He's a wanderer. He comes to town. There are bad people in the town. Yeah. And he's going to, you know, get rid of the bad people, not even for any particular reason, just yeah. like because it's the right thing to do. Yep. And if he dies, it's a good death. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. If, if he dies, it will be a death worth dying for. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. I totally, I totally agree. Um, we are introduced to a new character in this episode who actually does have a legacy on Batman later on, uh, Kyrie Tanaga. I don't um, know how I missed her name in the episode. I feel stupid now. That's fine. She, she's performed by Julia Cato, who we would eventually uh, be reintroduced to uh, through Rugrats. She plays Chucky's stepmom uh, and Kimmy's mother in Rugrats in Paris. I didn't so, get that far. Yeah. I yeah. was done with Rugrats by the time Rugrats in Paris came out. Oh, man, it's a shame. I was done with them. 
done with those Rugrats. Did you see the stuff where it's just like the Rugrats are older? Yeah, all grown up. What the fuck was all that? All grown up, I think it's called. That's a stupid idea. I did not like it. No. It was weird. But she was in that show, too. I saw maybe a couple episodes of that. That was some stupid bullshit. Yeah, yeah. No, it was not. Well, we were kind of old at that, older at that point. I don't care. Our stuff was better. Sure. That's that's what it everyone says about their was. childhood. No, but we're right. But Hanna-Barbera is outright bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, outright bad. Yeah. How do you feel about Tom and Jerry? Boring. You know what's funny? Very boring. There was a lot of appreciation for people that I see on the internet for Tom and Jerry. I have never enjoyed Tom and Jerry. I think that's the generation before us. No, people our age, dude. For Tom and Jerry? Tom and Jerry. Did that get a revival we don't know I about? don't like it. No, there was stupid. Tom and Jerry kids. It's the Tom. No, wait. Was I about to sing a song that doesn't exist? I don't know. Was there a Tom and Jerry, ki- Tom and Jerry kids theme song? Yeah. Wait. It's the Tom and Jerry kids. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Come on and be where all the action yeah, is. Yeah, that's it. That's a real... That's it, Tom and Jerry kids. Okay, I thought I fucked up real bad. It's kind of like now. how we also had a, sp- a pup named Scooby-Doo. I like most versions of Scooby-Doo. I think they're all pretty valid. They're all decent. I don't think anybody had a better version than no. any of the others. They're all pretty no. good. I do like the, uh, the... I even like the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo is really good. You know what's really good? The movie, that first movie. Not not the James Gunn, not the live action. The zombie island yeah. one? <laughs> Terror time again. Yeah, that's a good movie. Just might die of That's fright. a good movie. That's a really yeah, good movie. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Is that's that, that's got cat people, dude. It does. It does. Is that the one with the hex girls in it? Uh, the no. The band? I don't think so. Oh, is that maybe that's not Scooby-Doo? Well, that's a different one. All right. Well, yeah, anyway. no, it's, it is Scooby-Doo, but I don't think it's that movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, some IMDb trivia. Kyrie Tanaga appeared in two a two-parter episode, uh, The Curse of the Cobra in Batman Beyond. As an old woman appearing near her 70s, she had settled in Gotham City, continuing the dojo of Sensei Yuru um, that he had set up behind a fish stall. In this episode, Wayne sent his successor as Batman, Terry McGinnis, to um, to her, right, so that he can improve his martial arts skills. She later helped Terry end the Cobra Gang's doomsday scheme while confronting Xander, the Cobra heir, and her former student. So she goes on to be in uh, Batman Beyond. Nice. Which, I guess, what, takes place like 50 years after this? I don't know. Yeah? I, I would I say really Bruce don't know. Wayne's probably about 80. I'm going to say it takes place like, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe 30 years after this? Maybe. Maybe. No, that wouldn't make sense because now she's in her 70s yeah, in that Yeah, she's show. definitely like 20 oh, in yeah, this right. episode. Oh, yeah, so 50 years. Like yeah, 50 fine. years, right? Like 50 years later. It's probably like 2040 or whatever. Okay. So, yeah, Batman's old as hell. Yeah, Batman's real old on that one. It's also, this episode is also included as a special feature from the DC Comics Vault on the Blu-ray release of Batman's Soul of the Dragon, uh, which is a thing I've never seen, but that's what they did. (laughs) That's what they did. Uh, Not a lot of IMDb trivia here. No. Um, You're going to get little bits and pieces of of Japanese trivia as we make our way through this as I kind of pepper it through, but you got anything to say before we go in? No, I, I think let's just go ahead and get started. I, I just want to say, again, to repeat my real initial thoughts here, much better episode than I was anticipating, yep. and I, I actually enjoyed watching this I one. did, I did, actually. Because so I, I was dreading it because I didn't love Night of the Ninja. Yeah, I was like, oh, what are we getting here? Um, but this was a worthy, more than a worthy success. It's a very it's a good episode. Very good, very good. All right, we get our theme song and then title card. We see a Volcano, which this title card's not great. Uh, with Vaguely, vaguely Asian. Asian. <laughs> like, listen... They're trying. They're trying here, right? They're, they're not trying to be culturally insensitive, but <laughs> no. they don't do a good job. But they're not culturally sensitive. No, either. no, they're, they're not doing well. Uh, we see the font reading Day of the Samurai. 
once again we're getting this vaguely japanese music it's 92 they're they're trying their thing right um and this is written by steve perry not of journey fame and bruce w tim i like how he throws the w in there when he's a director for the prestige yeah 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 all right we cut to a city at night we hear the japanese japanese music playing again is it gotham no we see the mountain from the uh, title card in the background, which gives it away. Does it? Does it? Gotham has everything. Gotham does have everything, even including tropical islands. It's got red sand deserts. I know. It's like a jungle. It's got it all. We hear the sounds of a woman training in a martial arts dojo, and then we see a Japanese-style dojo house near the mountains. We pan in to see the reflection of this woman training in a set of very shiny samurai armor. Uh, we will come to learn that the woman's name is Kairi. She's dressed in a gi, and she continues to train. She turns around and is surprised by a ninja. We assume right away that if you had watched Night of the Ninja, this is Kyodai Ken. She speaks in Japanese, which, once again, immediately I was impressed with, asking the ninja who they are and why they are here. And this is all accurate Japanese, by the way. Um, it's, it's good. It's good. Okay. It's, it's not like... It's it, they're saying right. things. They, they actually did their they homework. They did yeah. their homework. Um, we do have subtitles, so all you weebs out there, <laughs> uh, this is where you might have gotten your start. Subs not dubs, Mike. Subs not dubs. Never watch the dub. There's there's okay. Um, sidebar. There are three, three shows that I will watch. Miyazaki movies don't count. I will watch. I mean, yeah, the dubs on the Miyazaki. I will watch are the dubs good. of the Miyazaki pretty movies good. forever. But there are only three anime ever that I will watch the dubbed over the sub. And which are, which are those? Okay, well, first I'm going to give it a pass because actually the first time I did watch it, I had watched it subtitled. But that's Dragon Ball Z. I go yeah. grew so accustomed to um, the American voices after a certain amount of time, they're, they're fine. Number two, Cowboy Bebop. You can watch Cowboy Bebop dubbed. The dub on Cowboy Bebop is excellent. The voice acting talent is incredible, and it's really, really good. The third is FLCL, or Fully Cooly, which is a six-episode anime pretty much about the adolescence of a boy who is, like, kind of coming terms to ter- ter- coming to terms with puberty and the manifestation of, like, the manifestation of puberty and kind of, like, sexuality which is all done through a giant robot that comes out of his head. Uh, it's an excellent show. Hey, makes it's sense a to me. Wild friggin' trip. It's six episodes. It's amazing. And it's one of those shows that I actually think the, the the dub is better because there's so much going on in every single episode that if you're reading the subtitles, you're going to miss stuff. And it's the only show that I've watched where the dub actually captures the cadence of Japanese people properly. Okay, that's good. Which is really, really good. Yeah. Everything else you watch subbed. Anyone else wants to argue with me on that? They are wrong. So the ninja squares off with uh, Kairi and says, I'm here for the pleasure of your company, which we know is nonsense because this dude is pretty much here to steal stuff. He then challenges her to dance. (laughs) Yeah. In Japanese, which means fight. How very Johnny Cage of him. They fight with no progress. She's pretty good, but not good enough. And Kyodai bests her with a roundhouse kick and then he kidnaps her using a very strange-looking shuriken to throw a note into the wall. Mm-hmm. We then cut sunrise behind the volcano, the big red sun appearing behind the volcano, very similar to the Japanese flag. 
We then see Yoru Sensei, who we knew from the last episode, yes, open the letter. Remember left, him from Night of the Ninja, yeah. He opens the letter that scrolled up left by Kyode, and he gasps. We cut to the Batcave. We see bats. Alfred is walking down the stairs into the Batcave. He has a phone with him, and he's on call. It's totally not Batman's normal cell phone that he carries around. It's a bat phone. It's Yes, it is the bat phone. Um, he says to Bruce that it's Yoru Sensei on the line, and this dude is calling him from Japan, and this is like 1992, so the long-distance charges are probably absurd. Very remember, high. Remember that? Remember when you had to have a long-distance provider on top of local calls? Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Weird, right? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm definitely remembers. That's back when they were making those pirouettes. <laughs> All right, we cut again. These scenes are very tight, people. We cut to Kyodai Ken. He's cutting fruit with a sword. Maybe the first Fruit Ninja. Maybe <laughs> Very he good. inspired Fruit Ninja. That's it. This was the origin. Yeah. It all started here. It's Batman. Batman created Fruit Ninja. Uh, Kyrie is in the corner, tied up. She asks. They're continuing to speak in Japanese. Thankfully, it's like music to my ears at this point. Kyodai takes off his mask, revealing himself to Kyrie. I don't know if she knows who he is. And they give him such a celebrity entrance. I know. Like that the audience is clamoring like, oh, is it going to be Kyodai? Yes. Oh my God, yes. We don't give a fuck. We didn't like him that much the first time. I like him as a ninja though. No, just be the ninja dude. That's fine. But it's just like, oh yeah. They, they like make it such but a like, moment of him unmasking. It's like, we know who it is. But like the funny thing is, is like they make it like a moment like you didn't know. He's dressed the exact same way. Or it's the same guy. Yeah, it's he's not the, wearing you know, a different ninja suit. And again, no excitement. No. We do not care. He pulls off the mask like, it's like, dun, dun, dun. We're like, yeah, we knew. Dude. Right. It's a pretty good episode, not because of him. Yes. It's a pretty good episode just because it, it, it happens to have him in it. But he's yes. not you yes, know, yes, the yes, reason yes. why. He says to her that uh, he sh- he captured her to settle an old debt. She calls him insane, to which his response is to do what a very sane person would do, and that is to laugh maniacally. <laughs> right. We cut to the volcano. I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm not, not crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the volcano. Now we see a plane. Looks like Bruce has taken the old private jet to Japan, which is probably very comfortable because... That flight is 14 hours long. It's not environmentally sound. No, it's not. These but guys is, just all have their own private jets. It's also Mike. in the 90s. That's right. But you know what we have to do is to get rid of all the brick oven pizza in Yeah, New York. I think brick oven pizza is really <laughs> the problem here, folks. Really the problem. Oh, uh, we are really time capsuling this episode. Yeah, yeah. To this week. It's <laughs> to like this week. specifically to this week in 2023 right. in New York City. Yes, for the timestamp, Mayor, Mayor Adams wants to get rid of brick oven pizza. Do you think he's just lactose intolerant? That's it. What is with New York mayors? Mayors, they do fucking weird shit with pizza. Weird stuff with pizza, dude. Just eat the fucking pizza. It's the shut pizza. Up. It was the drink sizes. What's going on? Leave the food alone. Just like get rid of the private jets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. How about uh, dozens of CEOs take helicopters to work every morning? How about we work on that before you take away our fucking pizza? Yo, man, I'm gonna be upset if that brick oven pizza goes away. I have a brick oven. They're not taking my brick. They're oven. not taking away your pizza. They ain't taking away my beets. They can right. come here. They try to take away my pizza. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. My pizza never hurt nobody. My pizza never hurt the nobody. <laughs> so good. We cut to inside the jet. Alfred uh, talks about wishing that he can enjoy this trip to Nippon. Um, for those of you who uh, are not acquainted, Nippon is an old Japanese word uh, for Japan. Uh, the Japanese actually pronounce it uh, Nihon is actually the Japanese word for Japan is Nihon. Bruce then cuts him off speaking about, as we said, giri, which is honor and obligation. 
Alfred pretty much tells us what Giri means, and uh, that's their educational credit. Why don't you just tell me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty much their educational credit for the episode. Um, yeah, there, this episode was quite educational. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. there's a bunch of it. Well, especially because you know, a lot of Japanese is spoken. Yeah, um, they gave us a couple of words. They yeah, talked yeah, about it. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. They're landing uh, the in uh, Kurihara, which is in the Miyagi Prefecture. It's actually a real city, um, which is north of Fukushima. Um, it's sadly a place I have not been to. Uh, it's actually pretty far north on Honshu, which is the main island in, in, of Japan. Uh, Kurihara also does have an inactive volcano there, Mount Kurakoma. Um, okay, so maybe they just kind of created a fictional volcano where I there think, is I think a, they a real one. And I think they changed the name of the volcano in the episode, which we'll get to in a little bit, because I think Kurihara and Kurikoma sound very similar. Okay. So I think it would confuse the viewers who are children. Right. Uh, this is, you know... Uh, and this is not actually insensitivity. This is typical of what DC does. Because whereas Marvel tries to use real places, like they'll be like, yeah, Spider-Man's in New York City, and yeah. you know, there's the Great Lakes Avengers and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, DC will say, oh, yeah, New York exists, but also Gotham City exists. Yeah. And Star City. Yeah. And, you know, these yeah. other places. It's just yeah. like they, DC often says, our world is just bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It Which I, I appreciate creative, creatively. It's uh, interesting. I do. I do. I do. It makes a different vibe. Um, actually, I looked up Miyagi. Uh, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice prefecture, um, which is funny because Mr. Miyagi is not from Miyagi. He's from Okinawa, which is, uh, yeah. It's ironic. It's ironic, don't you think? Well, hey, Kansas City is in Missouri, which just fucks sort everybody Sort of. Up. Half of Kansas City is in Kansas. Well, there is a Kansas City, Kansas also. And there's also Kansas City, Missouri, which right. is the same city, but it's split down the middle. It's fucking everything up. It's stupid. It's all St. Louis. Everything's up to date in Kansas City. They've gone about as far as they can go. I don't know what that's from. It's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Previously referenced on this show. Yes, yes. When we talked about uh, Ear of, Ears of Corn. That's right. The 1943 yes. musical. Yes. Rodgers and Hammerstein. Yeah. Referenced in If You're So Smart. Yes. Rich. Rich. On we go. On we so go. then we see Bruce. He's looking at a drawing of an oni, uh, which matches the tattoo on the back of Kyodai Ken. Where did he get this drawing? Why does he have it? Maybe is he that drew it. Is that... Why does he have it? I don't, I don't know. know. He crumples it up like, ah. Uh, he's I was like, like, you fucking drew it, dude. And do you think the viewers are going to remember that? No. No, they don't know anything about we this. We barely remembered it, and we studied the show. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, he crumples up the paper angrily. We cut to the dojo. Uh, we see students are training. Uh, looks like there are a bunch of brown belts, which is like the color level before black, but there's like four brown belts before you get to a black belt, and there's a whole bunch of black belts. Um, we see that Bruce is talking to Yoru-sensei, saying he's really willing to help any way possible. But Bruce is confused why Yoru reached out to him and would want his help. I pretty much made this an assumption that we're pretty sure that Yoru knows that he's Batman, hundred percent. Actually, yeah. it's really funny because this episode deals with some unmasking. Yeah, but yeah. like it seems like all the characters in uh, in the animated series that are Japanese characters know his identity. Yeah, uh, and that's confirmed to be the case a little bit later in some dialogue. But like Yoro Sensei, Kyodai, um, even Kairi all Kyrie, seem to know yeah, that he is Batman. He is Batman. Um, I think it's because well, he gets into that in a little bit, but he's kind of being coy with him, you know. Because he's like, uh, Yoru-sensei, you know, says that he's kind of being coy about his, like, respect and honor for Batman. He says, you know him, do you not? And Bruce replies by saying, we've met. 
And then he smiles yeah. real big, like, yeah, I'm yeah, Batman. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm yeah. trying to hide this. Yeah. And then we see storm clouds in the distance. And then we cut to uh, Japanese city in the rain. Uh, I'm actually very familiar with this. I went to Japan during the rainy season a few times. And, um, yeah, it's really humid and really rainy. Hmm. Rains every single, single day. And uh, people are kind of running through the streets in the rain. Um, and then we pan up to the apartment where Bruce is staying. We see Bruce meditating. There's some incense burning. Alfred interrupts him, offering him some fresh green brew tea, um, which Bruce turns down. Alfred then asks about Yoru. Bruce gets up, stretches, and says that it was not good news. And then he changes his mind and takes the tea and then goes into story time. Yeah. He cuts to 500 years ago. Uh, there was a master who can manipulate the key lines, or many of us are familiar with the, the term key, which is kind of like your like life energy. I only know it from Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, man, you get those <laughs> Playing key Playing the points. monk. That's right. Um, the, the art that the master here developed was Kiba no Hoko, which is the way of the fang. Uh, it was super dangerous, too dangerous to teach, and pretty much the standard, like, forbidden technique kind of approach. I was going to say, this is sort of cliche martial arts yes, movie yes. plot, but I was like, I was cool with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. You know, you know why? Works. Because they don't get really complicated with no. it. They're kind of just like, yeah, this is the thing. You get it, right? This and they move it. on, it's, which I actually love when they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, there's not a ton of explanation. You get a little bit of backstory. It's like, yeah, there's this strike that can kill you. Yeah, I, I prefer that, honestly. It's like the Kill Bill thing. Right. What is it? The exploding... Right. Uh, the five point, five point exploding palm, yeah, whatever it's yeah, called. Five point the opposite heart. of this, which I can't stand, is when characters peripheral to Batman explain it, but he's not there, mm-hmm. and then he spends the episode trying to find out what we already know. Mm-hmm. This is better, where it's just like Bruce Tim is just like fuck that. Just here's what it is, yep. and keep moving. Yep, yep, yep. You know. Yep. No, I agree. Um, this master took the scroll with the technique and hid it in a cave. On the uh, on the mountain known as Mount Kajiki, this is not a real place. Um, but like I said before, they probably wanted to change the name of the mountain a little bit, and it's an active volcano. Um, Kajiki was made up for the show, so it does not exist in Japan. And the only person that this master ever told was his eldest son, and pretty much they've been sworn to secrecy. Back in modern time, we see that Yoru is the great grandson of this. Or the great great grandson. He's the descendant, yeah. Which many generations. Yeah, it's got five hundred years. Five hundred years ago is more than great great grandson. Right, right, so this yeah. is a long time. It's right. great 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 grandson or whatever. Many greats. And that Yoru knows the location of the skull, scroll. Um, Yoru also though has no sons, and when he dies, the location of the scroll dies with him. This kidnapped student, Kairi, is Yoru uh, Yoru Sensei's star pupil, and Kyodai plans to trade her for the location of the scroll. Kyodai apparently plans to use the fang against Bruce, that art, that forbidden art, and Batman. Because not only did Batman defeat Kyodai, but Bruce also did. But Bruce then explains this, that Kyodai knows who Batman is because of his fighting style. Right. And for martial arts masters, Bruce says that fighting styles are like thumbprints that pretty much you know. It's you. It's it's something that like everyone who practices that style is familiar with it, and because Batman used that style against Kyodai, Kyodai knew that it was absolutely Bruce Wayne because they had fought many times before. Right. We then cut to Yoru on the phone at the dojo with Kyodai. 
He reports to Bruce that Coyote is in the Uramachi district and that Bruce is to meet him after dark, but it is a bad place filled with thieves and Yakuza, which I actually like because it's a reference to like the real mafia and not just the organization. And again, I, I said this in Night of the Ninja 2. I just can't believe they're dropping the actual name of the yeah. Yakuza in here because they go so far out of their way to not do Italian mob yeah. in the show, but yeah, they'll they do Yakuza. They do not say mafia at all. Right. They say organization. They right. say this, that, and the other thing, but they say Yakuza. They flat out drop Yakuza. Um, for those of you who, uh, who want this, Uramachi is actually a loosely translated to like back town or back alley. It's not really a real district there, but uh, probably the closest to kids show uh, like Batman uh, wants to get to saying like a red light district, right? right where there's mm-hmm. crime and stuff like that. Uh, he presents Bruce with a scroll showing the, him the map of the location of the of the forbidden art. Wayne suggests using a phony map to throw Kyodai off, which um, Yoru-sensei immediately says no. Um, he says that, you know, samurai and honorable samurai follow the code of Bushido, which condemns thievery and dishonesty. Which I love because I feel... This is where we're getting the beginnings of the idea that it's just like, oh, because in Night of the Ninja, we were like, well, Batman's a ninja. Yeah. Like, we say that a million times on that episode, and that's what the episode has us believe. Watching this this one, you're like, oh, he's not like Kyodai. And then, like, the more you hear about what a samurai is, is, you're like, that is what Batman is. Batman has the honor, but... He's got, like, ninja tactics, but the soul of a samurai. Is that well said? He uses ninja tactics for sure. Right. He uses ninja skills. He uses... You know, he uses misdirection. He but uses, yeah, he uses around. maybe some dishonesty or deception, but like to uphold the Bushido yes, code, you yes, know, yeah. in a weird way. Yeah, um, it's 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 hard. It's kind of like Batman is the mix between right. well, he's the a, samurai. He's a dark knight. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. that's what it is. Ninja to mean that. You know, it's like he multiclassed. <laughs> he definitely. He's he, listen. Batman's, Batman's got definitely at a like, At least five or six classes. Yeah, he's a bunch. He's almost a wizard. <laughs> he's home. He could be a wizard. He could. He's close. Batman's one of those characters where they they lead you to believe like this guy could basically do anything. Yeah, pretty much. He's Batman. Yeah. We then cut to the Uramachi district. Kyodai waits on a rooftop with Kairi. She's bound still. Uh, she still speaks in Japanese, saying that his sensei will not come. But Kyodai says he knows he will. Kairi is like a daughter to Yoru Sensei, and then Batman shows up out of nowhere, in true Batman fashion, and says, "Let her go, ninja." <laughs> Kyodai demands that he demands the map, and then Batman demands that Kyrie go free. Kyrie, in this moment, then uh, takes takes this opening to kind of like cut herself free to a degree, and then run off, run away from Kyodai. Kyodai gets between Batman and Kyrie, and he kicks her off the roof. Batman, because he's Batman, um, stops pursuing Kyodai, jumps off the roof, and drops the scroll. Yeah, the scroll kind of like follows him off the yeah. ledge, and then Kyodai like grabs it with a chain. Yeah, he totally like just pretty cool snatches moment. it yeah. out of the sky. Um, Batman uses his grapple gun to save Kyrie. Kyodai gets the map. Batman swings and then smashes into a wall, leaving Kyrie on a balcony. He then tells her to stay put, but in Japanese. <laughs> she's so taken with yeah. him in this yeah, moment, she, like she's like in love. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's the that's the Batman effect. That's the Batman effect. It happens constantly. Listen, if he saved me like that, I'd be in love with him. Yeah, I I'd mean, be all about it. Yeah. He's like, stay put. And yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah. 
And I love what she calls after him. Yeah. yeah Spirit of the Bat Spirit of is the what bat. she says. I love that. She actually says Spirit of the Bat. And uh, as translated uh, from Japanese, she says uh, Komori no Kami. Which Does Komori mean bat? Komori means bat. It actually refers to, they call them uh, mosquito slaughterers. Uh, is what? Oh, because bats eat mosquitoes. Komori, yeah. Uh, we cut to Batman chasing down Kyodai. We see, I see some Japanese katakana on the building. Most of it is real. Some of it is not. Why would they make fake ones? I the animators know. are Japanese. Figure it out. There's one letter in there, one character in there that I've never seen in my life. And it's definitely not a kanji. Oh, so they're just messing around with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a little mixed. It's a little weird. But uh, from what I was a- able to read from it, uh, it looked like it was something along the lines of Kenko Doyanetsu. Um, or Kenko uh, Doyanes. Which um, means what? I have no idea. No. Uh, Kyodai then does some ninja stuff. <laughs> okay. He, uh, almost walks in, he almost walks into Batman and then they fight. Uh, he hits Batman with some like pink powder. They're dirty like, fighter. Yeah, dirty fighter. He hits him with the mist. Uh, leaves him kind of blind. Kyoto runs off. He cuts off a billboard but with you know a sword. I, th- I thought Dirty Fighter, but then I was like, you know what? Batman does that shit all the time. He uses smoke You're fighting bombs, Bob- Batman, and he'll drop a fucking flash grenade. Yeah. He'll drop a smoke bomb all the time. Well, that's the thing. He's using those ninja tactics, Batman. Right. You right. know, Batman is that, but he has honor. It's a very strange mixture. Right. Um, so then he cuts a billboard down. The billboard stops Batman from his pursuit. Kyoto escapes because Kyoto doesn't really want to fight to the death yet. He's right. pretty much trying to get out of the way. Batman is very angry at well, this. Well, yeah, much like in Night of the Ninja, he does want to accomplish his mission. Yes. But his mission ultimately is still to get revenge. Yes. But he, he can't have Batman stop him now. No, no, no. He needs that five-finger death punch or whatever it's called. <laughs> that's a better name, yeah, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, that's a band. Um, we then cut to Mount uh, Kajiki. Uh, Kyodai enters. He's not wearing his mask anymore. It's pretty clear that this volcano is like just about to erupt. Uh, because it's shaken and, and blown up and all that stuff. Important He's, to mention Kyodai, um, he does have the same goatee that every 45-year-old man has. Yes, yes, which is good. She's like, I don't have any hair left. Just, yes. I'll grow a fucking I'll, goatee. I'll grow it on my face. That's it. Um, he opens up the rock where the where the scroll is supposed to be. He opens the case that has like the scroll in it. Like a rock! How strong as I could be! Um, he opens up the box to reveal the scroll, but it essentially disintegrates in his hands. Yes, which was not a trap. It just, as soon as it was exposed to air, yeah. it couldn't handle it. It's that old. It's <laughs> right. that old. The paper's really the old. It's a 500-year-old piece of paper. Yeah, it just disintegrated. But he's able to escape with one piece, obviously the one that he wanted. The five-finger death punch. Yes, the five-finger <laughs> death punch. Batman then returns to the same cave that Hyodai was just in. He finds the rest of the scroll, which he collects and brings to Yoru. They notice that a large part of it is missing, the bad part. And uh, they refer to it as the Onomuri Touch, which Onomuri kind of translates to sleep, but in this case, it's kind of like forever sleep. It's It's, death. It's the bad sleep. The bad sleep, not the good sleep. Uh, Yoru thinks that Batman is in danger, which also means, obviously, that Bruce is in danger. So, danger. 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 We cut to Mount Kajiki again. We hear more earthquakes. Yeah, we. I mean, as soon as we introduce the volcano, we know this thing's. Blowing. I don't know why we need this scene, <laughs> but um, we wait. See, is this, this is the scene with the scientists. Yeah, the scientists like yeah, well, watching the seismic readings. They're off the charts, and they call for everyone to evacuate. Well, I think this is like the standard in animation where it's just like 
you know, when people are like, oh, they're, those fighters are destroying those buildings. Good thing we evacuated that area. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, it's, you're right. It's letting you know that no civilians are dying in this in this volcanic oh, blast. Oh, wow, good thing nobody died. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. We cut back to Batman's apartment. Alfred suggests they head back to Gotham, but Bruce's mission here isn't done. Kyrie may be saved, but Kyodai wants to finish off Batman, and Bruce knows he has to fight him here in Japan. Japan. No Hadoukens are thrown in this episode. Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom. We then pan to the city. We pan to the streets. Kyodai is in, I guess, his own dojo. His own trading room. He takes part of the scroll and he starts to test it on the test dummy. And then we cut again. Yoru and Bruce are in Yoru's dojo. Yoru says he couldn't tell Bruce... Where on the body the Onimori touch could hurt? <laughs> Where on the dummy did the Onimori touch you? He's, Where? He, Show me. He can't tell him because it's part of the samurai code. He doesn't actually know. He's concerned that if he had the knowledge of it, he may be tempted to use it against an enemy. Right. So it's like... This is Gandalf in the ring. Yeah, yeah. This is absolutely Gandalf in the ring. Before he was Gandalf the White. This is when he was Gandalf the Grey. Right. Yes. And then he dies. Wasn't he also Gandalf the Butch? Yeah. I work with better, but, but not, not many. many. <laughs> biggie, biggie, biggie. You've been a bad monkey. We then cut to Alfred shopping in an outdoor market. He's buying some <laughs> Japanese stuff. You know, he's Alfred's prim- always getting fucked up. Yeah, I feel for Alfred. This guy's just at the store trying yeah, to buy some like vegetables. Getting kidnapped constantly. He probably wants to like make some Japanese cuisine. Right. No one has Alfred. been kidnapped more than Alfred. Yeah, no. Alfred gets kidnapped so frequently. Maybe, no. maybe, maybe Robin. He's No, I think... Even more than Robin, because Robin can fight. Yeah, Alfred Robin is can... kidnap victim number one. Yes, you are right. It's easy. And in the comics, I think he's like dead right now or something like is that. Is he dead? It'll yeah. last for two seconds. That's a shame. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, come I on. believe Bane killed him. Yeah, yeah great. Thanks. Yeah. Yes, sure we it's what we all Alfred. needed. Yes. Go get um, Do you take me seriously now? Oh, yes. I think now I'm the best. I'm the best Batman villain. I killed a butler. <laughs> now you should fear me. I fear for you. Um, we see that Kyodai is in disguise. He turns around wearing, um, you know, a suit. Um, and then he follows Alfred. We cut to Bruce's apartment. The phone rings. Bruce is asking for Alfred because obviously Bruce can't answer a phone himself. It's Alfred's job to answer the phone. Right. He's but, very bothered by this. Yeah, he's like, oh, like, I don't uh, want to answer my phone. I don't want to answer my own phone. What am I paying Alfred for? Where's Fred? Bruce picks up the phone. It's Kyodai. And he has Alfred. Shit. He says that Bruce must meet him. And Yoru-sensei will tell him where. Bruce uses a device that's hooked up to the phone to trace his phone number. Which I don't really think that's a... Why would you do that? Oh, I know why you would do that. Because he's going to do a little Batman detective work before he goes and fights him. Sneaky, sneaky. We see that a Bruce Bruce is doing karate in the dojo, in the uh, Yoru-sensei dojo. And then we see Kairi appear, asking Bruce if he will fight Kyodai. Bruce says that Kyodai is after Batman. And then... But, but Kairi also seems to just like, know. She's like, like you, you are Batman. Batman's a big, big dude. Come You're, on. You kind of fit the bill. Kairi asks if he thinks Batman would fight him, to which Bruce says, Batman does as he will. Yeah. Then they have sex, I in mean, my mind. They probably would have, they had probably, this been the movie. They probably boned. I mean, I'm just saying. Why not? Come on, he's like James Bond. Yeah, dude. This is the girl. Yeah, it's the and this is gonna happen. Yeah, it's gotta. 
And um, we see that Kyrie's actually speaking English for the first time in this episode. Yeah. Batman is now at Kyodai's dojo where he had the test dummy. And he finds a piece of scroll burned. So the uh, Onimuri touch has been lost forever. And then he sees the test dummy. He gives the test dummy a good feel and he narrows his eyes, figuring out where on the dummy you need to touch. (laughs) That's never not going to be funny. No, it's always hilarious. We cut to the volcano. Kyodai has Alfred. He remarks on on the volcano, calling it a fire breather. He asks Alfred if he's impressed, and Batman responds, very. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks. Alfred can't even speak for himself. Kyoto remarks that Batman would be a good ninja, but Batman rejects his compliment, saying, I prefer to be a samurai. Yeah. Yeah. What are yeah. you going to do? No, um, it's, it's good. It's yeah. good for what it is. Yeah. This whole episode is extremely stylized yes, yes, to one yes. particular kind of cinema. Absolutely. And if you're into that, great. And for the for the little bit of this episode, I, I was. I'm into it. I'm into it. I was into it. I was all about it. So, um, and like, oh, by the way, all the dialogue is very martial arts. Movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's just, it's not yeah. how Batman typically speaks. No, absolutely not. But I like that. I like that. I like it too. I like that. I appreciate that. Kyonai says that he's a warrior of the night. And Batman kind of is like, yeah, whatever. Um, Kyodai <laughs> then goes, we want to fight without masks. So he takes his mask off, which, like, I don't really get it at this point. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, let's unmask. And that is a powerful moment. Yeah. But it's also like, everyone knows who everyone is, yes. including the viewers. So yes. it's like, what was the point? Yeah, what are you going to do? And then Bruce takes off his cape and cowl, revealing himself as Batman. Right. So and now then, it's a real uh, Marvel fight. Yeah. Like Marvel cinema. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. It's like, ah, everyone take off your mask. Yeah, everyone take off your mask. Yeah, we, need to, we need to get time. our money's worth. That's right. We need to see RDJ's face as much as possible. Right. Um, and then they fight a lot. It's a pretty good fight, despite no one really hitting each other. Uh, Kyodai shows off his strength. Well, there's fucking lava shooting everywhere. I'm surprised none of these guys got pelted by hot lava. Yo, this is very similar. I saw a volcano with Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hayes. Those <laughs> lava bombs are no joke. They will spit. They'll burn you up. This is very similar to um, the uh, fight between Obi-Wan Kenobi and, oh, yeah. and Anakin Skywalker. Ex- yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. I have the high ground. Yeah, see, but Batman doesn't get the high ground. Neither one of them. No has the one high has the high ground. The ground is equal. Um, Kyodai shows off his strength. He like punches through a rock, and uh, Bruce is backing away as Kyodai goes to hit him with the Onimuri touch. He looks he looks uh, terrified as he pushes further and further and further into towards Batman's chest. Batman actually does a thing where he like pitches his chest inward so that like <laughs> yeah. he can't get to him. He's like, "No, you can't touch me." Um it's like trying to avoid like someone's fucking loogie as they yeah, hover yeah, over yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but then the volcano starts to erupt. Kyodai takes off his shirt showing off his oni tattoo. Kyodai uh, trips. Now he's going to win. Yeah, he's got that cool <laughs> tattoo on his back. Kyodai trips Bruce, but they continue their, uh, what I can only consider to be a dance fight. Right. Uh, because they definitely dance fight. Kyodai goes for the touch, but Bruce is able to fight him off. He, re- he remarks about how strong Bruce is. But then Kyodai finally hits him with the Onomuri touch right in the chest, right in the bat symbol. And Bruce dies. Bruce, quote unquote, dies. That's good. Good run. Yeah, a good run. Good, good run. Good run. 44 episodes. Uh, Kyodai then says, Sayonara, Batman. But then as soon as he turns his back, using once again, I don't think this is a samurai technique, Bruce wakes up and returns to the fight. Kyodai gets uppercutted. And then and, and uh, 
Kyoto gets uppercutted by Batman, and then he looks at him, and he's so, like, flabbergasted that the Onomori touch clearly didn't work. Yeah. And then they continue to fight as the volcano drowns the area in lava. Bruce proves that he's a better fighter, and he does that really funny thing where he, like, smacks him. Yeah, he just smacks him like, like a bitch twice. <laughs> yeah. He smacks him. He smacks him around a little bit. Uh, and, but the ground beneath them, as they're about to fight, splits in two. And they are on opposite sides of kind of like this fissure. Batman throws a grapple to Kyodai, who he tells him, like, grab the rope and I can pull you up. You'll be fine. Um, Kyodai refuses the rope. And he kicks the rope off and he bows. And the rock he's standing on explodes in a volcanic eruption. Yep. And uh, that's the end of Kyodai. And that Apparently. Is, apparently, we don't really know. He, we don't see a body. We don't see a body. So we're not Gave sure. Gave him a comic book villain ending. Yes, they did. So he clearly climbed down the side. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's in the back like, oh, yes. can't let him see me, can't let him see me. Um, Bruce, wa- Bruce walks off with Alfred. Uh, there's this kind of somewhat cool shot of like the kind of the rivers of lava kind <laughs> right. of like pouring down the sides of the volcano as they walk off. Um, Bruce is unsure if Kyoda is dead and Alfred asks about the Onomori touch. Bruce shows that by looking at the test dummy in Kyoda's training area, he was able to make a piece of armor to protect himself because he knew where the touch was. He was able How did to he fi- know where the touch was? It was like he saw where there were a bunch of like fingerprints. Okay. And I guess he was just sitting there. And was there a big hole dummy. in the crotch too? Maybe. And in the butt? Probably. I think he I was really lonely. I think so. I mean, he seemed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he wore this also piece. Also a mouth hole. Yes. All right. So yes. Just so we're clear. Yes, yes, I just yes, want to get all the it's bases covered. It's one of covered. those yeah. dummies. Yeah. Right. Well, it's one of those dummies also. Yes. Yeah, it's also a really good martial arts dummy. All purpose. Yeah, you got to get... your money's worth. It's got dual roles. <laughs> it's got three roles. <laughs> um, so Batman was wearing this piece of armor that protected his heart, to which um, Alfred's impressed. Alfred's impressed. We then cut back to Yoru-sensei. Uh, Bruce apologizes for Kyodai essentially dying, but Yoru, Yoru helps to clear Bruce's conscience, saying that Kyodai walked the dark path and that he was not Bruce's responsibility. Yoru says, and this is him being very coy, if you see Batman, tell him <laughs> I have great respect for him. Right. Like, which, which basically he might as well be saying, like, hey, I know you're Batman. I know you're Batman. You but also, it's, it's about honor. It's about yeah, preserving yeah. the honor of his secret identity. Yes, and, He's saying, and, like, you know, you're not coming to me as this person. I'm going to respect that, but tell him thank you. And Yoru clearly honors that Bruce has this secret identity. Right. And then Bruce kind of questions. He goes, why? Batman is as much of a ninja as Kyodai. And Yoru immediately disagrees with Bruce. Saying that Batman, and I don't know how uh, Yoru knows this unless Bruce told him, but then how would Bruce know what happened in the fight between Batman and Kyodai? It's like, it's like Bruce is not doing a good job covering up that he's Batman. Right, yeah. How, yeah. how, did he how know, would he, how does he know? know was he there? there? Right. Would Kyodai fight both of them on the mountain? You know, like, come on, dude. Just come clean. Right. Um, but Yoru agrees with Batman saying that he offered to help Kyodai and that a lesser man would have used the knowledge of the touch against his adversary once he knew the location to strike. Yoru says to Bruce that Batman is the essence of a samurai. Bruce thanks him and bows and then we see a dove fly off towards the rising sun 
Yeah, it's a good, good little episode end of, there. End of the episode. I was actually just looking up. I was like, oh, do we see Kyodai ever again in the animated series? And the answer is no. No. So this, this actually was final his appearance. final appearance. So potentially he probably died in the lava. So what we can assume. Maybe they wanted to do a third episode. But what would it be? If you have Night of the Ninja and Day of the Samurai, what's next? Weekend of Revenge? <laughs> um, what's Evening of the Ronin? <laughs> All right. Or what? <laughs> Right. Yeah. A- afternoon. <laughs> afternoon What's of left? the master. Right. Uh, dawn like, Dawn of the monk. Yeah. Dawn of the monk. <laughs> afternoon of the master. <laughs> Tuesdays with Maury. Yeah. Uh, I didn't read that book. Yeah. No. no. Neither did I. No one should. <laughs> I guarantee you. What do you have against Tuesdays with I Maury? I know the ending. We all know the ending. I Maury, bet Maury dies. dies. He's an old man. He's an old man. He taught valuable life lessons, I'm sure, even though I haven't read it. Yeah, probably. There was probably something, yeah, whatever. They came to love each other. The real Tuesdays with Maury fans in this, who listen to this podcast, I don't know how many crossover that is, are really upset with us right now. They really You know like, how like rule 34 is that there's internet porn for everything? Yeah. Do you think there's internet porn for Tuesdays with Maury? Absolutely. <laughs> rule 34, rule rule 34, 34 is encompasses everything. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I've been on the internet. All right. Listeners, I, I challenge you to find it. I've been on the internet for long enough to know that I've no, I, 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 I'm no longer surprised by the internet. Correct. Now, you have the Dr. Manhattan view of the yeah. internet. Oh, yes. I've, <laughs> I want to leave this place. Oh, I've definitely passed the comedian. It's all uh, a joke. Yes. Mike, what are your closing thoughts on Day of the Samurai? I think it's just a fun Ninja Samurai episode. I am biased. I love Ninja stuff. I love Samurai stuff. So it's right up my alley. I, I really wish that Batman would have found like a couple of turtles. To hang out yeah. with, but we can cover that another time when that's a real crossover. Batman that versus happens. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, that movie. Happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do wish we got more time with Batman's history in Japan, right? Because that's the value in these episodes. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the backstory that we still don't get to see, and not just like dealing with Kyodai. Like I want the Batman Begins episodes of Batman the Animated Series, where he right. legitimately spends time in Japan. You know, learning how to be um, this kind of hybrid between a ninja and a samurai or an honor honorable ninja. Right. So I was joking about this before, but this is real for me. If they were going to include Kairi yeah. as kind of a plot device, I actually wish they had just gone ahead and made her a real character and given her a romance with Batman. And the mm-hmm. reason why is this. She comes back in Batman Beyond. I know. I know. And it doesn't seem like they have had a significant relationship. No. I would have liked something. I think it's great for the backstory, especially... Well, I guess she's younger now because Batman was in Japan 20 years ago. But if they had made her... No, the romance would have happened now. Now, yeah. yeah. If they made her... If they made a... If they did a romantic kind of thing here, I think that's that, that works, right? That works. We see that story kind of a lot um, with, with characters like Batman where they kind of have like all the... Glo- like Wolverine, clearly. Like... Has that, you know, yeah, he's right. got Monaco, he's got Gene, he's got whoever, whatever. Um, basically, wherever he goes, Canada. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely would have liked to have seen more of Kyrie as well. I think she she could have been a cool, interesting character. Um, it's kind of like this martial artist. Yeah, she kind just of, feels like a little bit of wasted potential here. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. doesn't appear again on Batman Taz. We have no, to wait no, no, you know, we until have to she's wait an older woman. Yeah. She's older and she's not in the comic books. So, right. yeah, that's what we have. Um, any other closing thoughts on your end? Uh, only that, you know, and I pretty much said this already, I think it's a much better episode than Night of the Ninja, and I think it's because we're not 
trying to do too much mm-hmm. uh, because Night of the Ninja is really trying to establish who Kyodai is. Yes. But in this episode, they don't do that anymore because no. they're kind of like, well, he's basically dead anyway. Ninja it doesn't stuff. matter. It's just you ninja know. stuff. It's just, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's an a... episode about a good fight. Um, also, this episode's a little bit better because Kyodai's motivation is a little bit better. Yeah. In the first one, he's getting revenge against Bruce Wayne, but really he's stealing money. Yeah. Is yeah. really the first episode. Yeah. In this one, he's looking for a you know a dark martial arts technique to defeat Batman. That's way fucking cooler yeah. than I'm stealing money from yeah, Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, I, that's a way I better episode. Awesome. Yeah, it's very, very um, cool. But I like this. I, I really did. I, yeah. I thought this was a good episode, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and this was one I was dreading. So I like watched it and was pleasantly surprised. No, I, I, my first watch was like, oh man, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, ranking in the series, middle, um, middle. It's it's the bottom, yeah. middle of the bottom, bottom middle. Um. Bottom of the middle, yeah. Bottom of the middle. Middle of the bottom. Not middle of the bottom. Bottom of the middle. Bottom of the middle. Yeah, all right. It's like it's it's, it. it's a good episode. It's a solid episode. I like it. Doesn't I think really we're also we're so biased because we love episodes with the usual rogues gallery yeah, villain, yeah. and we and Kyodai feels almost like an excuse villain. Yes. Like we want an excuse to do an Eastern yeah, story with Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want I just want the miniseries, man. I want Batman in Japan. Give me like six episodes. Sure. Again, I think that an an anime miniseries <sighs> starring Batman. Well, in there Japan. is that Batman yeah. Ninja movie. Is that the one they keep talking about? That they made um, a few years back. It's like CG, but it's like takes place in feudal Japan. Is that the one that we've mentioned a few times now? Is that the Soul of the Dragon one? Or whatever no, no, it's no, 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 oh, no. Okay. It's, it's a movie that's literally called Batman Ninja. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And it takes place in in feudal Japan, and all the Batman characters are there. All got the Rose Gallery. It's oh, like that an alternate cool. universe type right. thing. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. Uh, it got, I think, decent reviews when it came out. I would love to check that out. Nice. Haven't watched it. Also, I do want to watch Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As ridiculous as that sounds. That sounds great. Whatever. I should read those books, too. You should. I love yeah, that idea. Yeah, I think it's yeah. great. Because Batman, in some way, shape, and form, are kind of... Well, Batman is at least two of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I would say three. He's not Mikey. He is not Michelangelo. He's I will say Leo. he's the other three. Yes, he's Leo, he's Donnie, and he's Raph. He's mostly Leo and Raph. He's mostly... I would say Leo and Donnie. You think? He's a techie. Okay, all right. Right? Right? I accept. He I doesn't, just, he doesn't I don't see Michelangelo cool. at all. Well, Michelangelo is Robin. Don't have a cow, man. Very true. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. Have you um, also, uh, this has nothing to do with Batman. If you're a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, in any way, shape, or form, definitely read The Last Ronin, which is uh, an incredible story. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers, because the first issue, um, there's one turtle left. Right. And he's real gruff. Yeah. And he's real grim. Right. Um, and uh, they reveal who the turtle is in the first issue of the last Ronin and it is a it's a, it's cool and there's some panels in it that are like heartbreaking yeah um, I'm not gonna go through it because I don't need to get emotional on this podcast but uh, definitely <laughs> leave the last Ronin um, but yeah no it's a good episode I would say it's the the middle bottom of the middle uh, it's the really middle. really really good um, but yeah that's what we got next time we're talking about Terror in the Sky we're getting oh some man bad action man bad is back our boy returns our are man you, returns are you excited I'm so excited. We fucking love Man Bat. Dude, on this show. the more we, the more we get. This was on, almost the Man Bat task to cast. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. The further we get into this series, the more I like on Leather. Yeah, Wings. the more we elevate on Leather Wings. On Leather yeah. Wings might be a top ten episode. I think it might be too. I think it really is. We have to revisit that one. Yeah. It's really fucking good. It's really good. I watched it a lot. Like, I'll turn that episode on. Right. And Amanda's like, please again. I'm like, oh, yes. No. That one in particular also, it's just like part of the reason it's so elevated is because like it is technically the first production yeah. side episode. So yeah. it's like, oh, they had to showcase everything the show could be. It had to be a home run. And they do it so beautifully. So and it ends up being better than most episodes. Yep. It's really, really good. Really, really good. Really, really good. I wonder if... 
um, since we're talking about like the, the the Japan influence and stuff like that, with Cape Crusader coming out, yeah, in a world that is way more in America that is that is way more invested and interested in anime. More people watch anime now than they ever have. Yeah, um, especially in the states. Do we think we're gonna get in Cape Crusader? Do you think we'll get some of this kind of like? Batman doing stuff in Japan stuff? 100%. Yeah, I think, I think at I think least one almost, episode. Almost guaranteed, yeah. right? And maybe they'll bring some of these characters back. Well, actually, Kyodai would be a great return. Yeah. I don't know how much they're going to be directly sequelizing the things from Batman Taz, but I hope we see some of the pickups from things that were just kind of dropped. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us. This was the Batman Cast. For Jordan Hugh, I'm Mike Staub. Thanks, and see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Batman Tasticast. If you want to continue to support the show, please find us on social media at Batman Tasticast, or you can leave a five star review and a comment on the podcatcher of your choosing. That helps people find the show and us interact with more of you out there. You can also find Jordan and I out there on social media and reach out to us with any little factoids or tidbits or any comments. Really, we love talking about Batman and Batman related things and comic book related things on the whole. So, feel free to reach out to us. And until next time, we'll see you. Enjoy.